everybody, here we are. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 27th day of September, 2019. It's a Friday. The morning after the Free X Show, Big J. It's always a rough one. We can't say it didn't happen, because it did. And thank you to those who showed up last night, had a good time. Uh, it was great to see Zach from Middle Class Rut again, and uh, Sean from Middle Class Rut showed up last night too. It was like a uh, mini reunion there at the old yeah. knitting factory. It was good to see those guys. And then, of course, Red Light King knocking it out of the park. The headline set, the local openers were fantastic as well. The Fets really, really cool. I hadn't seen those guys before. They were great. Devil's County and Ghost Box all put on a fantastic show last night. The music was great, was it not? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, the Fets were fantastic because they're just real young. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed them immensely. And it was, uh, it was a fun time, man. And sure. so we are going to announce the next Free X Show in the 7 o'clock hour this morning. So if you guys want to know what's coming next, maybe you didn't make it out to the show last night, so you didn't get it spoiled for you. I know most of them didn't. We will have an opportunity for you to hear what the show is this morning, which is very nice. And, of course, we will try to give away some more money this morning, too. <laughs> we were so confident yesterday. I know. It fell right apart in our face. It really did. Uh, Adam has now given away some money a couple times over, so we are really all that's left and we want to go I mean it's been a week we have to do something yeah we don't want to be like Aaron Rodgers on the goal line uh I can't I don't even get that reference I I haven't seen anything from the game you haven't heard any news I mean I know this I I know what the final score was but I didn't see you didn't know the uh the 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 four downs uh, on the one yard line where Mm. they decided to pass instead of run it in no that's what happened no I didn't see uh is that really what happened that's too bad yeah yeah that was really bad that's unfortunate that is unfortunate uh, but, yes, so it is uh, going to be a very busy show today over the course of the next four hours. We appreciate you hanging out. What are the plans for the weekend, Big J? Oh, man, rest, because, you know, tonight's Ghost. Yep. Uh, nothing more. <laughs> Extra Mile Arena. Oh, it's going to be so good. And then Saturday, I got nothing to do. Um, but getting a little bit of Breakpoint uh, beta for um, the Ghost Recon. And then Sunday, we are doing uh, our uh, football Sunday football at Dave and Buster's. I'll be out there from 11 to 1. Nice. Very nice. So as you get ready to head into the weekend, we should get started with some important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to mock it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Downtown Boise is going to look a little bit different starting soon once again. Oh, no. Uh, that is because... Uh, the people that own the bus carrier Greyhound is looking desperately for a buyer. The Dallas-based company is quietly selling off and closing terminals across the country as they're hemorrhaging money currently. And in one of those things, guess what? Greyhound Lines sold its downtown Boise terminal to a Boise development company in July. So the company is going to close the 60-year-old station that's located at 1212 West Bannock Street. And what they're going to do is they're going to open up a kiosk to serve passengers from the Flying J truck stop on Federal Way. No date has been set for the closure, and nothing is good. We don't really know what's going to be popped up in there as well. My guess would probably be condos, <laughs> some particular. Yeah, I'm going to guess they got a pretty good p- penny Yeah, for would, that real estate. I would think so, too. I would think so, too. I mean, 12th and Bannock is prime, and you're not going to get, I mean, downtown Boise is just not going to get any bigger. 
So whoever purchased that is going to pay a pretty penny for it and develop something on it. So you won't be able to catch that Greyhound bus at Fanick Street much any longer. How much busing is happening these days? That's a great question. I can't imagine it's a lot. But yet, you know, there's... I mean, it certainly is, is the most economical way to travel long distance, I would say, still. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you could probably get to Chicago for $80, but it'll take you six days to get there. <laughs> it is not the best way to travel. <laughs> I have never I'm taken... I'm trying to be nice to the bus people. It's the worst thing in, on, ever, ever. <laughs> I've driven and ridden in a lot of buses, but I've never had a... Like I think the longest trip I've ever taken on a bus was from Milwaukee to Chicago, which is about three hours. Oh yeah, that's it's it's rough, man. I can't imagine going a long distance on one of those things because they don't stop, right? I mean, you just crash on the bus if you sleep if it's an overnight trip, don't you? Uh, that uh, that I do not know. Uh, I don't think so. You've never done it? No. You've never taken a long bus Greyhound trip? No. That I remember. You're just assuming it's the worst way to travel? No, uh, absolutely. I've read things. I've seen blogs. Yeah. You've watched movies. It's not like a, a rock star's bus. No. I'm no, telling you that right now. The, Eagles beat the Packers last night on Thursday Night Football, 34-27 at Lambeau Field. A couple of players got carted off last night, which is never good. Uh, and most of them were from Friendly Fire. Uh, Avante Maddox and uh, Jamal Williams were both carted off last night because of hits that were given to them by their teammates. Hopefully they both end up okay. And of course the Broncos are enjoying a bye week this week so you don't have to worry about any final score predictions from us as the Fighting Boys State team takes a little bit of a break. And here's something that's kind of cool. Did you do you like 1985's Clue, the comedy? Uh, yeah, we had actually talked about that not that long yeah. ago. Uh, I haven't seen it in a really long time so it's hard, you know, I was young. I, I watched it probably, oh gosh, the may, I want to say like maybe eight months ago. Tim Curry's in that, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, Tim Curry, Martin Mull. What, what, what led uh, you to watch it eight months ago? It just was, uh, it was on one of the, it was on Pluto. And I was like, man, I, I remember really enjoying this movie. And so it was on. So I ended up watching it. And I also uh, remember, it was weird because I was like, that is not how I remember the movie ending when I saw it. And it led me to do some research, and when the movie was originally released in theaters back in 1985, uh, they shot three different endings and released three different endings in theaters so that you could see different ways who the killer was different every time. Like the game of Clue. That's incredibly awesome. The killer was different every time that you saw it. If you well, not every time. If you went to go see it three times, odds are you probably would end up you saw them all. That's but crazy. That was a very interesting piece of trivia that I had found out. Anyway, it's in the news because Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds are teaming up to star in the remake of the movie. Oh it my god, that sounds hilarious! All star cast back in the day. It looks like it's going to be again. Uh, reportedly, they're writing the script together too, so you know it's going to be good. Can you imagine those two dudes in a room together? <laughs> it would be fun. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Today's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, sometimes it's okay to talk about our pet peeves and uh, and then to make a statement about them. And Nick, uh, my new pet peeve, number one at the top of the list now, and it's been teetering for a while, and that is people who want to have a conversation during a live concert event. Uh, I, I don't got the voice for it anymore, man. I can't yell and scream over people. And I, I just, you know, there, there's two things at play here. One, I would like to enjoy the concert. 
and and see the bands perform. Uh, and and generally in that particular place, there usually is a loud noise coming from the speakers. It's the music. Uh, so you know when when somebody comes up to you and, and says you know say hi like hey how you doing because this happens a lot to us Nick and sure. it's just the way it is we're radio personalities we're at a radio gig and it's it's the way it is I get that so hey how's it going okay good and then and then a conversation starts to develop and I'm like I can't hear a damn word you're saying and and maybe it's because my yeah you know, my ears are going and uh, they're a, a little ringy anyways on a normal basis but. Literally, you're telling me something, and at, at some point, you just be like, okay, uh, inside your, yourself, you're like, I'll just go ahead and nod and say, yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh, and Which sucks, because they might be saying something important, and <laughs> I don't want to discount anybody, because then you're a jerk for not paying attention to somebody at a concert. It's kind of a no-win situation. Uh, but, but you know, and I don't, and then if I say, hey, let's talk about it later, that's another invitation of you're being a jerk. To somebody uh, that's just kind of the situation we end up putting ourselves in uh, that, that I'm not complaining about it but that's just what happens to let you know so you know I prefer to in between the sets that's what that's for you know is, is then you can you know have a conversation and say man the band was great whatever it is that'd be nice but trying to have a conversation when something loud is going on and then in order to compensate for that you have to speak louder it certainly doesn't help my vocal cords uh, and and then it, I don't I just don't feel like we're having a great conversation to begin with, <laughs> you know, because that's the one thing I love about when we do events and things like our, our free X show, Nick, and 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 the for example Sunday when we do Dave and Buster's football is meeting all the people that listen to the radio station. That to me is what the reason I continue to to love doing this job is getting to meet people and finding out their stories, and, and that's important to me. Having a conversation with you is important to me, but not while a band is playing. I mean, really, ideally, uh, and, and it'll happen again tonight. I thought this is your subtle way of telling people to it leave is, you alone. It tonight. is. Uh, uh, it is. I'm saying. I wish I had like a, a one of those LED signs. I could walk around. Don't talk to me right now. The band is playing. But what a pretentious jerk that person would be. <laughs> or maybe a shirt. That'd be kind of a good idea. The band's playing. Shut up. That's a, that's a great shirt idea. So yeah, it is subtle, subtle hint about that for tonight's uh, show. There's only two bands, so you know I won't have that problem uh, throughout the entire night. But you know, come on, man. Uh, let's uh, let's all be uh, agree to understand what we're there for, and then and in between the sets, I'll be happy to have conversations. Will you? Yeah. All right. Well, you have your mission, Treasure Valley. Do you choose to accept it? No, of course they won't. What? It doesn't matter. That's not fair. This is just me getting it off my chest. First time you've really talked about it, so no, it is not. I don't remember you talking about people talking to you during. The yes. Process. Well, refreshing memories then. How about that? Yeah, yeah, it is. And so now you have an opportunity to really take advantage of that tonight. And I say to thee, good luck. Yeah. Do you know where you're going to be? No, I have no idea. So people can come and find you tonight in between the sets, so they can come talk to you. Nope. You know, I'll be in the beer line. No, you won't. Yeah, yeah, I will. Morning after with Nick and Big Buying J. Buying my wife beer. <laughs> There's your life lesson. The news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't have to tell you this, Big J, but exercise can leave your body tired, dude. <laughs> tired and sore. My body's so tired. And a new study finds it can also leave your brain pretty tired, man. Yeah, that's the truth. French researchers 
found that triathletes who stepped up their training routine had worse decision-making ability and were less able to think rationally or avoid temptations than those who didn't exercise as much. They say this is because their brains were basically burnt out from the mental effort extruded trying to reach exercise goals. The scientist explains you need to control the automatic process that makes you stop when muscles hurt or joints hurt. It takes a lot of mental effort to go, you know what, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to power through it to get done with my workout. And then when you're all done, not only are you physically tired, but your brain is like, dude, I mean, I had to I had to lock out a lot of pain there. I'm done. Yeah, I think it's like the same as, as being emotionally spent. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's a different kind of feeling altogether, I bet. I'll never know what that's like. I mean, the triathlete part. No, no, probably not. But you know what emotionally spent feels like. Yeah, right? yeah. And you know what physical exertion feels yeah, like, Yeah, I right? feel that when I walk up a, a one flight of stairs. I know, that's why you take the elevator. But still... No, I take the elevator because my physical therapist told me to. But still, it is a situation that you are familiar with. Yeah. Maybe not to the extent of a triathlete, but you understand. That's sad. Uh, everybody can't stop telling me today that the Packers crapped down their pants yesterday, so they must have. Uh, they lost the Eagles 34-27 to oh, they did. last night at Lambeau Field. Uh, and so it was uh, an ugly goal line stand, I guess, for the Packers. I don't know. I really, a couple uh, times. You can't read? Uh, I mean, you haven't read a story yet? No, I've kind of chosen to ignore it now that they've lost. There's what? no reason for me to do it. Right? Why would I revisit because my team you should losing? do it live here on the radio so we can see you get upset and no, hear you. I'm not letting the team get me upset anymore. No, man. That's that was happening. the greatest Nick we ever had. That that's that that's not happening anymore. It was it was taking oh, up the Twitter rants. You want to talk about emotionally spent? I was emotionally spent with those great. But it felt packages. good to get all that that toxic no, energy out of me you. Angry and it just I made know. me angrier and it didn't feel I good. Listen. I didn't like it. People, I miss it so much. The Twitter rants, the anti-McCarthyism. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't have, I, I don't hate the head coach of the Packers right now, so I've got really nobody Who to spite. Who that hate? Me, I guess. No, no, I don't hate you okay. either. I don't hate you either. I'm much happier without the hate. Trust me. Really. Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich told Polestar in a new interview that the band has no plans to stop recording and performing as long as members can physically deliver a successful show. Of course, Lars is going to turn 56 uh, in a couple of months, and he said, you know what? We could probably keep going until we're 70, knock on wood. Well, the Rolling Stones are still doing it. There's no reason Metallica can't. Well, the Metallica music's a bit more physically exerting than the Rolling Stones music, I would think. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, you think people are going to enjoy a, the ballad version? I would. Version? Well, I know Not you the would. ballad version. They can go out and play their songs. They don't have to tear up the place. I see. He was asked if Metallica could keep going that long, though, and he said, oh, I'm pretty sure the notion of us playing or functioning when we're, when we're 76 mentally is not a stretch at all, but physically, we can do that. But if we can make it happen and make Metallica music, I think we can, definitely. He continued, we always get an incredible joy out of playing music. Sharing it with people will always have an incredible respect for the audience, and people will always feel that. Ulrich did tell us not long ago that he was optimistic about Metallica continuing to play. For a long, long time to come, Big J, this is good news for you. It's still fun, and um, there's still a lot of people that get off on it. And, you know, you're playing to 50,000 people in Norway, and most of them weren't born not when Kill 'Em All came out, but like when the Black Album came out, you know what I mean? It's like a whole new thing. The question mark is I just don't know physically. The physical element is just the unknown. If we can find a way to, to deal with that, then I, I think 
could stick around for a while. Big J, do you still get off of Metallica Music Live? Oh, man. Get me some napkins. Lars said that uh, the band... For the tears. Ha- for the tears. No, I got it, yeah. Uh, kept to its regimen of touring for two weeks and then taking two weeks off while playing no more than 50 shows a year. That's their That's their mark. The legendary metal act heads to Australia and New Zealand next month to continue their worldwide tour. And so they're not slowing down anytime soon. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are headed to Texas to check out today's We're Going to Hell story, specifically Parker County, Texas. Weatherford. Weatherford. And there we're going to meet a gentleman named Billy Bob Hall. Oh, God. One of the most Texas names in the history Billy of Billy Bob! Billy Bob had himself a rough Monday. Uh, it, it, it included a lot of self-reflection and uh, also a lot of alcohol. Oh, no. So uh, Billy Bob kind of woke up around 10 o'clock. He's unemployed. And he started cracking open some bush light. You understand? Let's get hammered. Man. Let's get hammered. And so uh, for the next... Eight hours, he just drank a bunch of beer. Glub, 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 glub. Right around 7 o'clock at night after Billy Bob had a really good buzz on, he took a long, hard look at himself in the mirror and said, you know what? It's time to do this. You can't run from your demons anymore. You can't run from your ghosts. It's time to take some damn responsibility for once in your life and do something that's right for you and your family. Okay, man. And so, get into it. Billy Bob decided to waddle on down to the local police station there, the Parker County Jail. And he said, I can't take it anymore. I'm turning myself in. And the police officer on duty said, okay. Uh, you are clearly inebriated, sir. And he goes, I know. I-, I needed I needed the beer so I could drum up the courage to come in here and turn myself in for my crimes. Uh-oh. And the police officer is like, well, that's very very nice of you, sir, I suppose. Why don't you uh, give me the spelling of your name? We'll look up here what you have a warrant out for, and then we'll kind of go. And then so he told him it's Billy Bob Hall. Sounds just like it's been spelled just like it sounds. And the police officer found nothing. There were no outstanding warrants for Billy Bob anywhere for anything, for any crime. When further pressed about details for what he was turning himself in for, Billy Bob could not say anything. He just felt like he needed to go to jail because he wasn't looking for a job hard enough, and he spent his Whoa, days man. drinking. It's like, it's like Nick at a free act show. No <laughs> one's there. The officer said, Jesus, man. The officer said, Billy Bob, uh, that while that is severely depressing and sad, it is not a crime, sir. I cannot arrest you for you feeling like you haven't reached your life's potential. I'm going to let you go with a warning. And so out he goes back into the world, drunk and happy as ever, but certainly with no warrants out for his arrest. They said that they thought about maybe bringing him in because he was clearly drunk, but he wasn't, you know, driving. He walked down there. That's so. Is, I mean, isn't this a smaller town? It seems, I mean, I don't you know how just big... put him in jail and make him happy. <laughs> but you can't do that. That seems like... Sure, the, the old days, yeah, just say, you know, sleep it off, man. Like, you put him in, like, the drunk tank kind of a yeah. thing? Yeah, I think he was just sad. He wanted some company. Not a crime, man, but just sad. Just sad, lonely, drunk, too much beer. You've been there, Big J. 
I can't say that I have, friend. <laughs> Not where you'd want to turn yourself in, but certainly drunk and lonely and scared and sad. Mm-mm. Maybe not all at the same time, but I bet you individually you felt those feelings. Yes, absolutely. There you go. Feeling some of them right now. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your next free X show concert announcement is on the way. That is Wilson. That is Like a Baller here on the morning after with Nick and Big J at 100.3, the X-Rocks. They are your headliners for the next free X-Show happening on Friday, November 1st. All the details one more time, Big J. November 1st, Friday at the Dating Factory. We've got Basement, Meridian Movement, Silent Theory, and then Wilson coming into town for a free X-Show brought to you by Corbin Ford. It is going to be awesome. As always, you're going to want to continue to listen to the X to actually win your tickets. We will have them for you as we move forward. I promise you that. And a bunch of tickets to give out for you as well uh, as we're out and about, too, when we are doing stuff with our live broadcast and stuff. And, uh, you know, you had mentioned it, but uh, I think that's the, really the best way to describe the Van Wilson is just fun. They're fun and they're weird and they're awesome. And maybe you guys had a chance to see them. They Last time they were in town was for the first of our 20th anniversary concerts uh, about five years ago when they opened up for Lamb of God uh, and Motionless and White at the Rev Center. We had a chance to bring them in here and do a little bit of fun. And now it's been almost five years and finally they're back. Big J, isn't that nice? Yeah, that's real nice. So it'll be good. Again, it's going to be a great show. Make sure you pay attention for your tickets. You're not going to want to miss this free X show. We're going to have a good one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Just in case I need to remind you that everybody's lying to you and everything you know is wrong. A lot of Americans, including a ton of people here in the Treasure Valley, uh, drink a bunch of bottled water. Why is that, Big J? I don't know. Well, they think it's safer than tap water. They feel like it's a, it's an easy way to get a perfectly clean and healthy glass of water and not the whatever kind of additives they think is coming through the taps. But... A study done by the Government Accountability Office shows that 70% of the bottled water here in the United States of America was not subject to Food and Drug Administration regulation. Now, this isn't necessarily a problem, but it can sometimes mean the rules set forth for the bottled water companies can be less comprehensive than those that are put forth for tap water. Well, it seems like even that's having a problem here these, late, these days, Nick, so I don't know if any water's safe. Nobody's perfect. But at least the tap water people have to comply with the Safe Drinking Water Act, or at least they're supposed to, yeah. anyway. The FDA also allows companies to fill bottles with tap water, and that doesn't mean it's always treated, either. Major brands have incentives to keep this water they sell safe, but small bottled water brands might not share that same concern. Also, water in plastic bottles might not be so safe if it's stored in a hot place. Uh, of course, there's a, there's a risk of the other chemical agents that can mess with your system, leaking out of the plastic into the water. The take-home message, bottled water isn't necessarily safer or higher quality than your tap water. It certainly is on a case-by-case basis. So now you know, we all die from drinking bottled water. Or tap water. I mean, if you live in California. Never hydrate. Flint, Michigan. Never hydrate. Philadelphia Eagles beat the Green Bay Packers 34-27 at Lambeau Field. A couple people had to be carted off the game, which is never good. So hopefully they're going to end up okay. At the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers had a pretty good game, but couldn't quite pull it out there at the end. Carson Wentz had an okay game, but it was really uh, Jordan Howard for the Eagles that ran all over that Packers defense and led them to victory three touchdowns in that particular game. 
Kathleen Kennedy is in charge of Lucasfilm, and she is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling. And knowing what a die-hard fan that Kevin Feige is, the head of Marvel Movie Studios, it made sense for two extraordinary people to maybe work together on a Star Wars film. Walt Disney Studios co-chairman Alan Horn told The Hollywood Reporter that Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of the next installation of the Star Wars universe. Of course, the official, I guess... What do you, what do you call a movie that's... Or a, a, a series of movies that's nine movies? Because that's really what this is. I don't know. It's wrapping up coming up uh, come Christmas time with the Star Wars movie, the episode nine is going to be really uh, they're at least advertising it and saying as it's the last real story that we're going to know from this particular version of the Star Wars universe some are seeing uh, this move as part of Kevin's larger play for Lucasfilm Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is set to hit theaters on December 20th and then they're going to figure out where they go next in this particular storytelling world but they they do promise us it's going to be completely new and unique so it will involve characters that maybe we're not familiar with or we will soon be, right? Yeah. You hope, anyway. Morning After hope. with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Right. I'm sick and tired of not giving away any money on this very radio show. Sick and tired! I can't handle it anymore. And so today we turn our attention to Caller X, who this morning was Ryan. Ryan, good morning. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you guys doing? We're all right, brother. Do you feel the weight of the Treasure Valley on your shoulders as you're trying to win some money for the first time all week long on this show? I do, sir. I totally do. All right. Well, hopefully you're up to the challenge. What are his categories, Big J? You can pick from diehard movies or butt stuff. Ryan, what's it going to be? We're going to go with butt stuff. All right, man. (laughs) Always go with the butt stuff. Good luck. All right, here's your $50 question. This rapper's Baby Got Back song opened with the line, I like big butts. Who is it? Sir Mix-a-Lot. Hey! All right. You cannot lie. 50 bucks, dude. Now the question is, do you want to take that $50 and get the hell out of here, or do you want to double that up for $100? I'm going to double up for 100 All right. All right. I feel good about this, all right? This Selena, an out-of-sight star, actually had her butt insured for $27 million back in 2015. Who is it? Uh, Selena Gomez? No! Selena Gomez? No! 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 So I got multiple choice. No! What? No! No, multiple choice. The movies were Selena and Out of Sight. Listen, nobody knows what Out of Sight was, dude. Just, Just you and me. Well, how about Made in Manhattan? Would that help? Um, no, dude. Oh, Big J, tell him the answer. She she is part of the, the halftime show for the Super Bowl coming up. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Right. Oh, my. Had her butt yeah. insured for 25. Yeah, now you're million. the butt of all no. of Treasure Valley, Ryan. Ryan. We, we, uh, easy, easy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. You should have we'll went with Die Hard. Have fun with you. The, uh, the butt stuff category, once again, trumps somebody. What are you going to do? Oh, it's very hard to pull that off. So we go a full week without giving away any money on this show. I mean, it, we're embarrassing. No money. 
Nobody And knows. it's not your fault. You've tried to rearrange the questions so we, we have the easier ones. And um, it's just maybe we're dumbed down. Maybe pop culture has dumbed everybody down. Is that what it is? Well, these are pop culture questions at the end of the day. I know. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel the fatigue on some of this stuff a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, ouch. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. We'll try again on Monday. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're not done asking questions, though. We do have Pop Culture Smackdown. It's coming up next on the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And, yeah, we've got a nice little morning after prize package here for you. And, of course, tonight is Ghost and Nothing More at Extra Mile Arena. It's going to be a great, great show. Uh, we'll uh, get you set up with tickets for that. You'll also be in the running to meet the band. We also have this great grand prize for all those folks who get into that, and that is uh, you get to go backstage and uh, get a tour from Tobias, uh, who is also Cardinal Copia, about the production and the state-of-the-art stuff that they use to make this show happen and all the cool stuff. You get to get up on stage and you get a picture. It's really neat. So we'll get you into that. And then Haunted World, man. It's it's that time. The, the reckoning, Nick. The haunting. Not just your dreams of free egg shows, but of out there in the cornfields. We'll get you set up with Haunted World tickets, too. 208-287-1003. The catch is you got to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim this stuff. I'm oh. feeling fired up. Okay. Big J's upset. Hello, the X. Good morning. Hello. Hello. All right. Hello, the X. Hello. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, sir? Dale. Dale, you're up first. Dale, in the TV show Golden Girls, how many Golden Girls were there? There were four. Right. That is correct. <laughs> Big J, uh, who is in charge of the reboot of The Twilight Zone for CBS? Academy Award-winning screenwriter? Director of several movies? What is the name of the person that's in charge and hosts the reboot of The Twilight Zone? Uh, Steven Spielberg? No. <laughs> Wrong. No, never. Charles never, never won an Academy Award for screenwriting. Steven Spielberg. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, no. Wrong. No. It's already on the TV. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't seen it. So clearly. Um, let's see. For writing movies. Yeah, Fanny directed them too, but he won the the Academy Award for writing. Francis Ford Coppola. Francis, no, you're going way old school. It's a newer school guy. Wrong. Todd Phillips. No. Wrong. Jordan Peele. Right. Jordan. Oh. Uh, congratulations, Dale. Uh, we give a lot of people crap. Big J has not much been much better in uh, in Pop Culture Smackdown this week. It has been easy for people to win. Yeah, nobody would have gotten that question. Congratulations uh. to you, and enjoy the ghost show tonight. Enjoy the haunted world. That's a pretty good theme running through that prize package there. And there's your Pop Culture Smackdown. Coming up in a few minutes, we will also have an opportunity for you to do some headlines. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Aww. No crybabies and nightmare. No crybabies. If you live in fear that you'll be seated next to a crying baby the next time you'll fly, there's a new feature at Japan Airlines that may prove interesting. The airline has added a feature to its online booking tool that shows a baby icon in any seats booked by parties traveling with somebody two years old or younger. It's a big hit on Twitter to some people and a big disgrace to others. One uh, satisfied customer tweeted, Thank you to Japan Airlines for warning me about where babies plan to scream and yell during a 13-hour trip. This really ought to be mandatory across the board. But not everybody he replies with agrees with him. 
multiple people suggest he purchase noise-canceling headphones. And one person said that, you know what, maybe uh, this is just a start for somebody lets you know where a C location for fat people are. Or farters, or drinkers, or perhaps more things in life. When does it stop, Big J, right? It's a, it's a valid point. Sure. I mean, who's going to admit that they're a farter, though? I mean, where they... No, true. Or a drunk. I'm not sure that's a, that's a box you check yeah. either. Oh, yeah, I like to get hammered before I get on my plane. Click. Oh, sure. I'm over 400 pounds. Click. I don't think that's going to happen. But you never know. Where does it end? Awe or nightmare? Ah. Animal rescuers in Australia say that a koala is making a recovery after being hit by a car getting stuck in the front grill. Big J, look out. The animal was stuck as the car traveled about six miles at speeds up to 70 miles per hour. That poor koala bear, Big J. Oh, man. Ugh. Veterinarians say the animal was lucky to escape the ordeal with only minor friction burns on her hind legs. They say the koala is healing quickly and will be able to be returned to the wild once her rehabilitation is complete. How do you tag a koala? Those are, like, pretty big, right? They're not gigantic, but they're bigger than, like, cats and squirrels. I, and I would think so, yeah. I mean, a big fat koala crossing the street. Watch where you're going, man. Couldn't have hit the thing going 70, otherwise it'd be game over, right? Sad. Yeah, it's okay, though. That's the good news. Wrap it up with Nightmare, and speaking of flights, this seems like something that would be a disaster. A cross-country United Airlines flight from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco was forced to land in Denver after the plane's bathroom door would not open. A passenger was trapped inside of the bathroom. The flight landed in Colorado where officials boarded the plane to help the unidentified passenger get out safely. In footage of the incident shared to Twitter, two people are seen trying to pry open the laboratory door. According to the tweet, the Denver Fire Department had to be called to retrieve the passenger from the bathroom. I suppose if you're going to have to make an emergency landing, it might as well be for somebody stuck in the bathroom, right? Yeah. A spokesperson for the airline said they apologized to passengers for the delay. Don't know how they got stuck in it, if it was just a door malfunction or somebody screwed something up or what. Maybe they were too big for the bathroom, right? They got turned around and they couldn't get out. They got stuck. That's what happened to me. No. I'm sure, yeah. No. Absolutely. That'd be terrible. That I would know. be a nightmare. Yeah, it would. That's why you don't go to the bathroom and That's why I'm like, I'll get up. That's why from now on I'm only flying private. Good luck, buddy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Did you use the bathroom in the private jet? No. Right, just making sure. Coming up in a few minutes, your chance to win something with bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yep, and uh, why not, Nick? Uh, we got uh, some tickets left, so how about this? Uh, tonight, Ghost, nothing more. How would you like to go? You would. Okay, good. Well, then you've got a chance here to win yourself some tickets uh, and uh, maybe uh, get yourself in to meet the band and go on a little tour. All that is happening here if you can figure out bad impressions. All right, 208-287-1003. Of course, the other catch is got to be able to swing by before 5 o'clock and pick up these tickets so they don't go to waste tonight. But if you want to check out the show at Extra Mile Arena tonight, you're going to have to get on the phone, and you're going to have to figure out who Big J is trying to be with his three clues that he has got. At least three clues, right? Am I right? Yeah. Just making sure. All right. Let's go to the phone. Hello, The X. Hello. Hey, what's your name, man? It's Cole. All right, Cole. Good luck. I played as Al Swearinger in HBO's Deadwood. 
What are you shaking your head at? I'm swearing gin. I don't care. Uh, that's fun. I make pretty much every show and movie better, like American Gods, Ray Donovan, and of course Blackbeard and Pirates of the Caribbean, Strange Tides. Uh, last one. I love my role as Winston, head of the Continental in the John Wick movies. <laughs> this is a hard one, dude. Well, I can pick the, the other main characters. Um, I'm going to say Keanu Reeves just for John Wick. Nope. I don't know. It's not Keanu Reeves. Thank you, man. Good luck, everybody. Hello, the X. No idea. No idea? That was fun. I mean, you had time to look it up. Hello, the X. Hey. Yeah, did you hear Big News Clues? Yeah, I'm um, trying to guess. Is it Timothy Olfart? Is it Til- Timothy Olfart. No. It is not. Uh, he was in uh, Deadwood, but not the other things. And he certainly was not Swearingen, that's for sure. Listen, oh. there wasn't a lot to choose from here today, sir. Hello, the X. Hey, is it Ian McShane? It is it, Ian yeah. McShane. Yeah! Good job, man. What is your name? <laughs> My name is Nicholas, but I'm not sure if I can win again. You're, why would you call if you already won? Oh, Nicholas, you no, it wasn't since it was a couple weeks ago. I just wasn't sure if I could or not. I didn't think I could. Oh, wait. What did you win? Uh, tickets to a Black Label Society. You should be okay. Oh, yeah, you're fine. You okay. okay. You almost got Big J really upset, Nicholas. He Hang knows. On. I went to school with him. We'll hook you up with that stuff. I'll yell at him some more after uh, you get off this. Why is Ian McShane in the news? Uh, today is his birthday. How do you think Ian McShane is? Because he seems to always play an old dude. Uh, I would say he is 62. 35. No, nope, it's not. <laughs> he is 77 years old. 77. He really, everything he's in, it's it's automatically a better thing. I agree. He does uh, He does a really good job in pretty much anything he's in. He's a fantastic like actor. Like that Deadweed show on uh, HBO? I love I, it. God, I hate you. Sometimes you do this stuff just to make me angry. Watch Deadwood. It's great. His character's fantastic. I I really been meaning to to sit down and watch. You, I, I, I mean, really you have no excuse. Yeah. I mean, it's a western. It's good. It's yeah. violent. You like all these things. I know. I know. There's no excuse. I have no excuse. All right. As long as you tell me, you're I'm gonna just gonna watch it. the movie. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> is going to be played tonight i can almost guarantee it at extra mile arena ghost nothing more tonight presented by 100.3 the x rocks the broadcast begins at three we'll have backstage interviews with both tobias forge cardinal copia himself and johnny from nothing more with adam that's going to be happening sometime between three and seven then of course the uh, show is going to get run away right after that and that's when the craziness is going to be begin it's going to be great yeah, it's it's. Uh, I can't wait. So tickets still available for that, and uh, I think Jason might have a, a chance for you to win some ghost tickets as well. And uh, congrats to Mike, Cole, Morgan, Dale, and Shannon. All of those uh, got qualified with tickets uh, to Ghost, but uh, they're all going to get to meet uh, the band, and it's going to be fun. Who won the grand prize? Mike. Mike. Well done, Mike. Uh, enjoy uh, the tour behind the scenes of. The production of the Ghost Tour, courtesy of Cardinal Copia. That's going to be pretty awesome. Monday, we'll get a full recap of that. We'll also try to give away some more money, man. We uh, we, we struck out this week. 0 for 5. Let's see what we can do beginning what Monday if we, next What if week. we end up like, uh, you know, the the Detroit Lions and go 0-16? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be pretty sad. I can assure you of that. 
Uh, Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. What do you want to talk about? Uh, hey, breaking news, and uh, I'm not sure where this is going to lead the, the world, but uh, Sony and Marvel have announced they're going to co-produce a third film in the MCU Spider-Man Homecoming franchise with Tom Holland reprising his role as the famous web-slinger. Why? I don't know. I haven't read the article yet, but uh, obviously they're like, hey, let's make some more money. Well, at least there'll be one more good Spider-Man movie. That's when we kill Tom Holland's character off? Probably. Uh, morning After with Naked Big J. <laughs> Next set of X-Rock. <laughs>